The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your home Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with Remax, the Golfie team. Welcome to the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition. Co-hosting with me is Rick Zamprin. Yes, good morning. It's another Saturday. We're kind of uh, you know, scratching our eyeballs, waking up this morning, and uh, we're waking up to more incredible news in the real estate market that we're going to dive into in terms of higher prices, more sales, more listings, crazy numbers that we'll get to, as I said, in a matter of minutes. Don't forget, for the hottest listings in Hamilton and Burlington, go to robgolfi.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. You can follow them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And be sure to call Hamilton and Burlington's number one REMAX team in volume and unit sales. The phone number is 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. If you have a question for the Golfie team, we love listener email. Send the Golfie team an email, questions at robgolfie.com. Again, that's questions at robgolfie.com. Rob, we are back into a state of emergency, a stay-at-home order in Ontario. It seems like uh, we're almost back to square one. It's, it's almost a case of deja vu. It's almost, it's, it, it's, a, it's history repeating itself. Yeah. And I know uh, Doug Ford is trying to get everybody to stay home. On the last, uh, I guess, the original uh, shutdown that I guess he said, uh, was it a week ago or two weeks yeah. ago? There's been a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody, I think, just kept running the same way as they were doing it. Say, okay, whatever. We're just, okay, we're just going to keep going along. The traffic on the highway was the same. People are still going to malls. Yeah. And people are still doing everything. And uh, so that didn't curve uh, the uh, the situation. So on, uh, I guess, Wednesday, he uh, indicated uh, that uh, there's going to be a real, this is like he's being serious. I mean, he was serious all the time, but serious about uh, the shutdown. And uh, so people are taking it a little more seriously on this one because we really don't want to go into the summer, uh, you know, with a shutdown. Cause right. this is, you know, it's tough enough to go through, uh, you know, short summers in Ontario. Now we have to, you know, not be able to go out again and, and, uh, and do what we want. So, uh, so anyway, uh, we'll see what happens with the real estate market in April, but we got the stats. Yes. Let's dive in March. Let's dive into them. They're, they're incredible. Uh, we'll start in yeah. Hamilton. I get, well, you know, before we get into the, the nitty gritty numbers, let me, let me give our listeners like the overall Hamilton, Burlington. This is the stats from the Realtors Association of Hamilton, Burlington. So overall, 2,074 sales uh, in March. That's up 63% uh, from last month, 73% since March of last year. New listings up 65% since last month, up 53% 
uh, compared to last March. The average price for residential properties, and again, this is Hamilton and Burlington smushed together, uh, $872,000 and change. That's up 3% from February and up 32% from March of 2020. Uh, RAB President Donna Bacher saying, quote, with the spring housing market upon us and the vaccine rollout ramping up, it appears more homeowners are feeling comfortable listing their home, and we have started to observe an upturn if of active listing. So there's the supply-demand kind of issue might be evening out a little bit more with more listings on board, but that really hasn't impacted the prices. No, it hasn't. Even though uh, we've had more listings uh, last year, uh, no, sorry, more listings this year in March than last year, just because of the fact that when the pandemic hit middle of March, uh, obviously a lot of people that were planning on selling their homes stopped. So we're really basing our numbers, um, what the average sale price was at the first two weeks uh, or three weeks of March of uh, last year versus uh, the full month of March this year, because Mm -hmm. I mean, houses were still selling, people were still, you know, uh, selling their houses, but, but that was a year ago, and, and it's just gone in, in, insanely crazy uh, year over year what uh, the, our numbers are. So we have stats for uh, Hamilton, Halton, Brant, Niagara, GTA. We'll start in Hamilton. Um, so we'll just go through the sales right now, 2020 and then 2021. So in Ancaster, 72 sales in March of 2020 compared to 100 last month. Dundas up from 30 to 45, Flamborough 26 to 37 year over year. Glanbrook saw a 68% increase, 50 homes sold in March of 2020, 84 last month. Here's where the numbers really kind of start to skyrocket. Hamilton Center, 96 sales in March of 2020, 155 last month. That's up 61%. Hamilton East, 75 sales in March of 2020, 147 in Hamilton East last month. That's a spike of 96%. The Hamilton Mountain, 293 homes were sold last month. That is absolutely incredible. A 68% increase from March of 2020 when 174 homes were sold. Hamilton West up 138%. 49 homes sold in March of 2020, 117 last month. Stony Creek is on fire. 241 homes sold last month compared to 143. And in Waterdown, a 118% increase from March to March 2020 to 2021, 38 to 83 homes sold last month. Every segment of Hamilton in terms of sales up March to March. Absolutely. And I think the lowest increase was 38% and the highest was uh, 118%. 138. 138%. 138%. Yes, in the Hamilton West. Incredible. And now, okay, now we're going to look at the prices. And here's, especially if you're a first time home buyer, it's kind of scary because you're looking at these prices thinking, how am I going to get in? The lowest price in all the areas that are listed Ancaster, Hamilton Center, the Mountain East, West, Stony Creek, the lowest price, the lowest average price, $604,000 in Hamilton Center in March of 2021. Uh, the highest is Flamborough, $1.3 million, followed closely by Ancaster at $1.1 million, up 47% from March of 2020. How can people afford... Did anybody get a, 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 a wage increase of 27 40% in the last year? I don't know. <laughs> no, I did not. I did not. So average... Pro- and, and, you know, Hamilton Center, 604000 Hamilton East, 623 Hamilton West, 692 The Mountain, 737 uh, Stony Creek, 840. Ancaster, I mentioned 1.1. 1. 1. 
all all increase the, the lowest increase is in Dundas at just 11 percent it went from 822,000 to 915 the highest increase 51 percent in Flamborough and I, I know that could be skewed by you know those large properties or you know those yeah. huge priced homes but again the the, the year-over-year price change more sales higher prices uh, the trend continues the trend continues it's incredible but I, 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 I think that right now things are cooling just a bit, but the prices are still strong. Um, there's less offers happening on multiple offer situation. So, but again, you know, housing prices are, 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 are moving along and there is more inventory coming into place as we talk today. But March, in, incredible, incredible month. Uh, like, 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 I can't believe Ancaster, 1142000 average sale price. And uh, Burlington, it's, I, I think it's actually surpassed Burlington. It has. Yeah. But Ancaster has surpassed Burlington average sale price. So there you go. I mean, uh, a lot of people even getting away from the Burlington area want to come to the Hamilton uh, and surrounding area to, you know, to, to migrate here and, and uh, enjoy life. I guess they want something a little simpler. And before we were considered, uh, you know, on the other side of the Skyway Bridge and nobody would want to. You know, they just pass through and look over the Skyway Bridge, but never stop in. But they're stopping in. Yeah. Average price in March of 2020 in Ancaster was 774000 As I mentioned now, $1.14 million. In Burlington in March of 2020, the average price was $840,000. Uh, it's now $1.088 million. And my guess is a lot of the GTA buyers are saying, listen, I, I don't have to go to work. I don't have to do the commute. Um, you know, Burlington's already at a million. Let's go to Ancaster. And they've pushed the price higher than Burlington. Is that a, an accurate kind of scenario? Yeah, absolutely. People are going back where they're coming from, uh, where they were born and raised, a lot of them. So if you get a lot of people that were born and raised in Hamilton, and if they got some money, they're going to, you know, pick uh, er- areas of, uh, you know, like Ancaster. And, uh, and that's becoming a big boom uh, and hotspot for uh, out-of-town buyers. And also local buyers. So you've got a combination of both. So, um, you know, you've got the local, you know, uh, business people that have some wealth and, uh, and, they're, and they're moving to Ancaster. And, and what's happening also is they're buying uh, old homes, well, old bungalows on big lots, tearing them down and, and uh, building these big mansions on there. There's a lot of luxury homes being sold in, uh, in Ancaster right now. And it looks like the ripple effect continues, you know, with the GTA buyers coming into, you know, Hamilton, Burlington, Ancaster. A lot of the Hamilton uh, residents or home buyers are, are, are being outbid, so they're looking to other areas. One of those areas would be Brant County and, and Brantford in particular, and we're seeing price spikes there as well. Yeah, price spikes, uh, especially in Brantford. Last year in March, the average sale price was uh, four hundred sixty-one thousand five hundred forty-five. Now they've got a spike of thirty-seven percent uh, of March of this year, six hundred thirty-one thousand two hundred twenty-five dollars. So, so they like everywhere, everywhere outside of the GTA has huge growth. Uh, so you just put a, a, a dot in the in the GTA and just just go either way 45 minutes to an hour drive and that's where the heavy heavy uh, increases of real estate you know where, where if you go up north the ferry and surrounding areas you go i guess east or west uh you got kitchener waterloo and then you come down west into uh um uh, hamilton niagara everywhere 
it has increased outside the GTA. So uh, in, in uh, really what's happening is people are leaving there, coming this way, and they're driving the prices up. And they are. They are driving the prices up, and they're making it tough for the local uh, young person that wants to buy a house, uh, too tough to buy a house. We'll talk about uh, higher prices in Niagara as well and uh, a lot more sales in the Niagara region and we'll dip into what's happened in the GTA over the last year and we'll also get to uh, a question about uh, sold's conditional. What does that mean uh, and uh, how does it work? We'll also talk about blind bidding as well and there's some calls to end that practice. That and a whole lot more still to come here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Our house in the middle of our street. Our house in the middle of our Welcome back. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. Uh, Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team, also with us today. On the website you want to go to if you are in the market to buy a home or sell your home, robgolfie.com. That's the website to go to. That's Rob G O L. FI.com. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one REMAX team in volume and unit sales. The phone number is 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Don't forget, Golfie gets it sold and they do it in a safe manner during the pandemic. Follow the Golfie team all over social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. We're talking about a lot of interesting topics today. We'll get to uh, more market numbers in the Hamilton, Burlington, and Niagara area. And we're also going to talk about uh, how long does a home stay unsold conditional for? And there are more and more calls to end blind bidding in real estate. We'll talk about what blind bidding is and how that works. But back to the numbers. If you missed our first segment, uh, the numbers uh, from March to March 2020 to 2021 absolutely skyrocket, uh, skyrocketing in terms of sales and the average price in Hamilton. We talked about Burlington being up, Brant County, Niagara. The numbers in Niagara are absolutely tremendous as well. The, there's a few numbers that stick out to me, including 204. That's the number of homes sold in Niagara Falls last month that compares to 97 in March of 2020. That's an increase of 110%. Another number that sticks out to me is Welland, up 101% in terms of the number of sales month to month, or at least from March to March, 68 in 2020 compared to 137 last month. And the last stat that really screams out, holy cow, to me is <laughs> Font Hill Penham. Appellum, sorry me, a 229% change in terms of the number of sales. 17 homes sold in March of 2020, 56 in 2021. That's absolutely outstanding. It's incredible. It's unbelievable. And the funny thing is, Rick, I'll tell you something. Two years ago, I would tell you, like, if people called us and said they wanted to sell their house in Fort Erie and Welland, and we'd be like, okay, <laughs> you have to list at the price that we suggest. Otherwise, we're not interested because it would take so long to sell those houses. Huh. And, and people in Fort Erie, like, it, it just, the days on market, if you go back two years ago, days on market was just, like, like 120 to six months. It's like 180 days. It just took forever. And, and, and house prices there went up, like, 
they creepy crawl like just like you know two percent this year. Next year it'll be another three or four percent. It was just just slow agony. Uh, and then, but now it became Welland and Foyderry became one of the hot spots of Niagara because housing prices were so low out there that everybody just just went that way. And uh, and it's it's increased quite a bit. Like like look, look at. I'm telling you, I, I should have brought the numbers out for uh, Fort Erie two years ago. Um, like last year in Fort Erie, 468000 was the average sale price on March. This year, 661000 actually 662000 And well, same thing. Look, at Fort Erie's gone up quite a bit. Um, and then, you know, and people are buying cottages and people are buying, uh, they're going, they're, people are looking for lifestyle now. And then Welland. Last year, four hundred seventeen thousand. This year, five hundred sixty, almost five hundred sixty-one thousand. So thirty-four, thirty-four percent increase there. Just incredible. Uh, some of the like the markets where the average sale price was just low, they just just took picked up steam uh, steam in the last uh, in the past year. Mm-hmm. Phil Golfie has, uh, I think, one of the more famous quotes on this show when he said, "You know, you, you just keep driving down the QEW until you can afford something." Uh, yeah, it, drive, it, can, drive can, till you, you can afford. Till you can afford. Yeah, the, exactly. There's there's a part of Niagara where you know you pass Hamilton, you get to Niagara, like Grimsby at eight hundred fifty two thousand, um, or, or even you know places like Welland that are five sixty, and you're thinking, wow, for the value of the home, I might just turn around and go back to Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, no kidding. It's just incredible. Like like we've never seen this kind of. Uh, I mean, we did see a little uh, see this in, in, a, in an 18 month period from uh, 2016, especially in the second 2016 and half of 2017. And uh, but this uh, has been a long stretch of solid, strong growth of uh, in appreciation of real estate, and it and it really started in the summer, late summer of uh, of last year. And we had one somebody that uh, we uh, sold a house in uh, Niagara Falls. And I think it sold for like 450000 in December, okay? Hmm. Busy street and everything. So the people that bought it, um, they uh, kind of had uh, regrets buying it because of the location. I guess the realtor saw that, hey, this, you know, I'll, buy, I'll buy this and it's a good deal. I'll, I'll take it off your hands. You don't have to worry about it. So he bought it and he flipped it. He flipped it. He made $100,000 in uh, oh. February. He sold it. So, so that shows you how much of a market change just happened in two to three months. So you don't know, like you don't know, but, but here's another thing. It could have gone the other way. We don't know that. We don't know that. So, uh, it could have gone, uh, uh, the other way. And then we, you know, and then it'd be disappointing for the sellers or even the buyers that bought. And then now the sell, the buyers coming up the pipe say, Hey, thank God there's, uh, we have some relief. We can start buying some houses again, Mm -hmm. but Definitely, uh, markets have changed month to month right now, and uh, and I think there is a little bit of cool down because there's only so far it can go up. Okay, uh, you know, there's only so much you know that it can go to a point where people can't afford it anymore, and we're getting close to it right now. So I don't say they're going to come down, but I, I think it's going to level off for sure. Yeah, and you know because these numbers are so astronomical, you know, uh, odds are by the, by this time next year, you know, we're going to be talking about the declines because. You know, these numbers are so high. And to that end, you know, the uh, Toronto Regional Real Estate Board um, basically said, uh, you know, that we we smashed a record in March of 2021. 14,900 homes were sold last month. 
absolutely obliterating March of 2020 when just over 7,600 homes sold. That's a 95% increase. Average price in the GTA going up 23% from $897,000 to $1.11 million. Uh, and that's one of that's one of the big reasons why all these other numbers are so high as well, because people in the GTA are selling their homes for so much. They're looking at the value in, you know, Ancaster, Hamilton East, the Mountain, Stony Creek, uh, you know, Burlington, Grimsby, Niagara Falls. They're cashing in or cashing out and, uh, you know, buying up these properties for an inflated price. Oh, absolutely. And uh, and it's just it's incredible. Like, and, and Niagara Falls is one of the, uh, is a big hot spot right now. A lot of people, uh, you know, are moving there and, uh, and it's just, it's just driving prices up. It's becoming tough. The best, you know what I mean? It, you don't know what to do. It's just, just the way it is. And, uh, and it'll, it'll eventually stop. And then, you know, and then life will go on. Uh, average price in Niagara Falls, $622,000. Another stat that jumps out to me as well is average days on market. In Hamilton, uh, March 2020 to 2021, you were waiting basically 22 days to sell a home in Hamilton. Uh, Last month, 12 days. In Burlington, it was 12 days in March of 2020. That even went down to nine and a half days. So not only are homes, more homes are selling, they're selling for a higher price, and they're being scooped up in record amount of time. Well, and the only reason that it's, it's 12 days uh, Rick is because they're holding offers. <laughs> because they, so they, the house gets listed, let's say on the first yeah. and they say, Oh, we're holding offers till the 10th day of the month. And then, so basically if they didn't hold offers, the average days on market would be probably three or four days, but because all offers are being held and, and people are waiting and that's the only reason it's 12 days. I'm, I'm telling you that that would change. Uh, that number would change if they weren't holding offers. It'd be, wow. they'd, every one of them would have two days, one day, three days. It, 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 that's the difference. Uh, and that's the only reason they got 12 days on the market. In saying that, is that the lowest number you've ever seen? Yeah, it, I, that's, it is the lowest number. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen that. Look at Burlington, nine and a half days on the market. That's, that's insane. In, 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 incredible. And it's just because they're holding offers. Otherwise, it, it would be two, three days you'd see one day, wow. you know, so it's, uh, it's, it's, it's fast. The market's moving fast. And uh, new listings as well. So in Burlington, it went from 423 in March of 2020 to 597 last month. And in Hamilton, uh, just over a thousand in March of 2020 to 1700 last month. Is that 1700 more of a normal number? Or is that also a little high? You know what? That is more of, uh, it, it is, it is a little high, but the thing is, um, it's funny how we got way more listings and it's still record numbers and sale prices. Mm-hmm. So it shows you there's a lot of buyers out there still in the marketplace, but, um, and, and I'm looking at the numbers and now, now it's kind of hard to gauge the month of March. Okay. Now m- month of March, we've got, uh, two, like the spring market was just kicking in gear. Things were going strong. Things were picking up steam and then we had the shutdown. So I'm sure, um, like the average sale price is pretty accurate. Like it's not construed because of, of the shutdown because things were going strong. And then if some people didn't put their house on the market, people, some people did, a lot of people still did. April is the number that we really got to gauge. You're going to see crazy numbers in April because April was also a full month of shutdown. Mm-hmm. And in April this year, um, well, we almost got a full month of shutdown, but it's going to be different. We, we, we've adapted to this like. We've, we've, uh, uh, we, we, this, well, this is normal for us now. And 
So those are the real numbers uh, that we'll see in May when we talk about that. But this here in uh, the month of March, just, you know, the average sale price has just gone up incredibly. So I, I don't know what to tell you. It's just, but it will cool down everybody. So buyers out there just, uh, you know, it, it'll, it'll, it'll stop, but don't stop buying. Cause you know, cause I don't know, uh, I'm just giving my intake, uh, uh, take on this. I don't know how long it's going to keep going, but just buy and uh, eventually uh, it'll stop. If you are a uh, home seller out there thinking about uh, putting your home on the market, you got to call the Golfie team. Remember, Golfie gets it sold. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one REMAX team in volume and unit sales, 905-575-7700, online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob G O L. FI.com. Got a question about uh, sold conditional. How long does a home stay on sold conditional for? You know what? It depends on the condition. So um, if it's conditional on sale of property, which you don't see too much of, but more in the higher end homes because there's less buyers in that price point. Um, um, on a, if somebody's waiting for a house to sell, usually we give them 30 days in this market, 30 days to get their house sold. If they don't sell their house in 30 days, they're obviously overpriced. Secondly, um, if it's conditional on financing and home inspection, which is very rare now in this market to have that condition, usually it's conditional for uh, five to 10 banking days. So during those five to 10 banking days, um, somebody can still come in, put in, put in an offer, a backup offer. And basically what they would say, you know, you still negotiate a new price and this and that, and it could be the same price. It could be higher than the previous price, but it's con- it, it, on there, it's conditional upon being released from a prior agreement of purchase and sale, meaning that the first offer, if he backs out, the second offer kicks in. You still can put an offer in, and uh, so it, 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 sometimes it's good to do that just because of the fact that, um, um, that if the first offer um, you know, bails out, you're there right away. You're in there, you're in there. And, uh, and, and you've got the spot instead of waiting for that thing to come back on the market. Then again, you've got to deal with another 10, 20, 30 or 40 buyers looking at it. Um, a lot of times when you're dealing in multiple offers, if there's no check, no, no a bank draft or check given with the offer, sometimes it's good to accept a second offer Again, you put on that offer conditional upon being released from a prior agreement, a prior agreement, a purchase and sale in case the first offer, the people get buyer's remorse, don't bring the, the, the bank draft or anything. Sometimes it's good to get the, um, to get the uh, second uh, offer accepted the same night as you have your multiple offer situation happening on the home. So you can put an offer in on a house that has a condition on it. Um, it's probably a 20% chance of you getting it. Um, if the people back out of it and let's say a home inspection fails. Now, if there is a home inspection on the house and the, uh, uh, the seller, you know, the buyer, the, the first buyer says, I don't want it because we got issues. Now that realtor that's representing the seller has to disclose any deficiencies if, you know, depending on the, on the home inspector. And so you kind of take a look at that and say, whoa, we didn't know that, you know, this house had these problems. So now anybody else that's looking at that property, you have to disclose any deficiencies. It's just, that's what you got to do. So, so having a home inspection and not going forward, the next, the next uh, buyer should know what's going on with that house. Interesting stuff. We've got uh, just over a minute to talk about this uh, Ottawa couple who bid 
$400,000 over asking for a single-family home in that city and still lost out on the home. It sold for $1.25 million, and uh, the prospective uh, home buyer said uh, it has been actually really disappointing and really deflating in that you kind of take breaks, but in taking breaks, the market keeps skyrocketing, and we're seeing that uh, certainly in Hamilton uh, and Burlington. Average price in Ottawa, just over $700,000. And uh, one of the real estate agents in Ottawa from Remax, uh, we're always seeing the next home on the street break a record. And that certainly has to be deflating for the next home buyer because now they're moving on to another street or number, na- another neighborhood or another uh, community. And that uh, certainly has to be deflating. We'll get into uh, one of the causes of uh, home prices going up, and that's blind bidding. And there's a call to end that practice. We'll talk about what it is and what the ramifications would be if it did end when we come back here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. You are listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in uh, our studio here at 875 Main Street West, just down the road at uh, 1 Markland, is Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax's Scarpment Realty, the Golfy team. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales. The phone number is 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. If you want to put your home up for sale in this red-hot market, you got to call the Golfy team. Head online to robgolfy.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. And follow the Golfy team on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, before we get into blind bidding, just before the break, we talked about that Ottawa couple that bid $400,000 over asking on a single-family home in the nation's capital and lost out on it. That's in, that's an incredible amount of money to bid over asking and still not get it. It, it is. And, you know, it, it's hard. Like, if somebody bids 400000 and still doesn't get it, <laughs> what who, what the heck happened there? Like, like that per- and, and that person that bid four hundred thousand thought they had it for sure. Oh, they yeah. said, "There's no way anybody's going to bid over four hundred, and somebody <laughs> did. And uh, it, it's it's crazy. And sometimes I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Rick. Sometimes people, uh, the next best offer. Let's say somebody offers four hundred thousand over asking. The next best one was two hundred thousand. There's a two hundred thousand dollar two hundred thousand dollar gap between the second best mm-hmm. and the and the best offer. Sometimes it happens. And, uh, but anyway, but yeah, like, it's just incredible. And people, and people, that, that person that bid over 400,000 and didn't get it. Do you know how disappointing they are? Do you know, do you know how beat up they are? They probably put offers in on 10 other houses prior to that. And this is probably the one they said, we can't lose this one. This is our favorite. We love this one. And they went in aggressive and hard and they still didn't get it. Incredible. Just incredible. It's, it's mind boggling. You know, $400,000 can get you a home uh, in, in, in can get you home in in, in certain parts of in this Niagara. In, in Niagara, Niagara. Yeah. Niagara. I mean, and and, and to go four hundred thousand over asking and still not get the house that you want is wow, that's crazy. 
It is. It is. And it just, it's just the way the market's going. Yeah. Great segue into our topic about blind bidding. There is a call to end blind bidding from some real estate experts and some would-be home buyers who are certainly frustrated with losing out on homes. And they're saying if we end blind bidding, it can cool off what uh, they're calling an unsustainable housing market. So explain how blind bidding works. So blind bidding is when, okay, so we have a house for sale. We're holding offers. Let's say the house is up for sale on Monday. We're holding offers till Friday. So Friday, everybody puts their best price in. So it's a sealed bid and everybody comes in with their offer. So uh, what happens is you've got 10 offers and obviously you take the highest bid with, uh, you know, with the no conditions. That's a blind bid. And nobody knows what the other person bid. Nobody knows. And uh, sometimes there is a big difference between, like I said just earlier, between the first, the highest bid and the second highest bid. It could be a difference of 50000 sometimes. It could be a bit difference of 100 Like this, you know, it, it just, it, it's sometimes there's so huge of a difference. And, and that's what I think uh, they're trying to stop from happening because of that gap, because mm-hmm. people are overpaying ridiculously for their houses and, and it maybe, and it should have been just maybe five or 5,000 or 2,000 over the next guy, not 50,000. And, and that's what they're trying to stop with blind bidding. They want to do a, a, an auction situation where basically everybody shows up and basically here's the starting price. Who's willing to go higher? So some guy bids a uh, 50,000 higher. The next guy bids, okay, I'm going to go 52,000, uh, 53. So maybe the highest bid would be 60,000. Not a hundred thousand. So there, that's how they control the market by cooling it off, which is, which I think is a good idea. But I, but when you create one thing and when you change something and you create something else, then you got other problems. And I don't know. And I, and I think, uh, who was it? Was it Australia that does that? Yes, uh, yeah. I was reading. It was in Australia. That's how they do their bidding wars, which, which I think is good for the buyers. Sellers don't like it as much, but I mean, but that's how you control the market. That's how you cool it down and, and, and not, not make it go up so much in, in, in value because like, 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 like we sold a, a back split on the West mountain for almost 800,000. That that's a lot of money for a back split. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the back split is like, you know, a, a built 19 in the seventies and it, it needs to be updated still. So how do you, you know, like it, it'll stop, it'll stop things like that. It is an interesting topic, and I do have one more question regarding blind bidding when we come back here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.
go around here on the Gulfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin. Along the line is uh, Rob Gulfy, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Gulfy team. You can find them online at robgulfy.com. That's Rob G O L F I.com. You want to get your listing on that website. So call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales, 905 575 7700. That's 905 575 7700. Follow the Gulfy team on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as well. If you have a question or a topic idea for a future program, email the Gulfy team, questions at robgulfy.com. That's questions at robgulfy.com. Just before the break, we were talking about blind bidding. And uh, one scenario that some of these um, real estate experts are are uh, trying to project to slow things down in the market is tax the profits on home sales. Uh, would that make any impact? Absolutely. It would really uh, uh, crash the uh, uh, the real estate market. It would slow it right down to like 10 miles an hour, 10 kilometers an hour or whatever. Think about this. People are moving. They're up. Uh, they're upgrading their houses, and uh, and they're and they're you know like they're moving moving up or moving down. So it'll slow people from downsizing. Say, well, you know, if I have to pay tax to downsize, forget. It. I'll just stay where I am. I'll just put a uh, a lift chair on the staircase, and that's it. I'll live there. Mm-hmm. And because they don't want to pay taxes, can you imagine the people that like bought their houses? 50 years ago, seniors that bought their houses 50 years ago for 15,000. Now they're selling them for 600,000. And how much are they going to pay? Ta- like, you know how much tax that would be on, on houses like that? It, it, it would, it would, I think it would hurt the economy dramatically if they did that. Now what happens is a lot of people refinance their houses. So let's say you buy your house at, at 200,000. Now your house is worth, 500,000, you take out another 200,000 to do renovations, pay your bills off, whatever, whatever you do. So you've got 400, uh, let's say you got a $400,000 mortgage and you got a, uh, uh, a $500,000 price of a, a value of a house. If you sell it, they're going to tax you based on what you paid for it to what you sold it. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, you got to pay tax on money that you borrowed already on, on your mortgage. People are going to be in trouble when people cash out. They're going to be in trouble. They can't even afford the next house. They will not be able to afford it. They brought this to the table. They're bringing it to the news. They're scaring people. If they pass this, I would be surprised. They, I, I know in the U.S. they get to write off their mortgages, but they do pay taxes on when they sell. I don't know what their tax bracket is in the U.S. I don't know if it's 10%, 25% or whatever when they sell their house. But that's how it is in the U.S. I don't know. Like, we're shifting. If we shift this way, it is going to change things dramatically. You're going to see uh, 50% less people moving. Uh, the economy will come down because a lot of that uh, uh, people buying and selling houses is driven by people renovating and doing stuff, landscaping and everything else. So I, I don't know if that'll come come to uh, I'd, I'd be surprised if they pass that. Hmm. We've got a couple minutes in the show. Uh, Hamilton is discussing ways to make it easier to allow laneway houses and other additions. So if you want to you know turn your basement into an apartment or maybe your detached garage into like a mini home, um, the city's trying to make it easier for people to do that. Uh, is it tough to do right now, I guess? You know what? I think it's a great idea. There's a lot of people, especially in the downtown core, there's a laneway behind them. They access their garage. 
or they've got this big garage in the back and they, they, and they just use it for junk or whatever. If they can convert that into a living space, it's going to cost them money. There's no doubt about it, but it's going to increase values of their properties. Think about it. You've got uh, a nice little, you know, 600 square foot studio in the, in, in your backyard that your in-laws can stay or you can rent out and help pay for the mortgage on your house. I think it's a great idea. I really truly think that the, uh, city of Hamilton will pass this. Um, and uh, it just depends. Every, every house is different. I mean, I had a guy trying to sell his garage, uh, a garage. Like he, he didn't own the house, but he owns this big garage. Now, if you can do that, I would tear down that garage, build a nice, you know, studio, uh, uh apartment, uh, uh, there and, and you're all set. You just got to hook up sewers and everything. So it's, a, it, there's a lot of, it's going to be expensive for anybody who wants to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have to put plumbing and everything else in there. So they got to dig up the ground, but definitely I think it's a great idea. They need to do it. Uh, just to, it'll keep the, uh, uh, population strong and in, in, in the heavy in the uh, in the downtown cores, and it'll it'd be good for businesses and, and everything else. Once again, if you're thinking about selling your home, go online to robgolfie.com and call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales. 905-575-7700. Rob, thanks again for another fantastic show, and thank you for listening to the Golfie Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition. We're back next Saturday at nine on 900 CHML. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.